And joining us now here on the Rita Cosby Show, we have Jesse Benal, uh, one of Trump's longtime attorneys, great constitutional expert. Jesse, uh, walk us through, first of all, uh, first off, your reaction and where you see this headed. Well, thanks for having me, Rita. It's uh, Thanks for having me on a very, very sad day. It's a sad day for our country because we found ourselves in a situation now where uh, if we don't win the next election, we've lost our country. Um, we have a weaponization of our law enforcement and prosecutorial system that is completely and utterly out of control. Um, they're trying to make it illegal, really, to be in the political opposition. And that really is what it comes down to. It, this is the worst uh, uh politicalization of law enforcement, certainly in our country's history, and it rivals um, some of the worst examples worldwide in in centuries. And um, it's a very, very sad day, but it just shows us that just like President Trump is doing, um, you know, he is buckling down to get to work to fight back. Um, Every single one of us needs to do the same thing, uh, because you hear it a lot that this is the most important election in our lifetimes. This is the most important election in American history now. So walk us through time-wise, too, Jesse Benal, Trump attorney here on this big breaking news night. Walk us through just your thoughts as an attorney, too, like where this case time-wise could also happen. We know that Trump is telling everybody that he is summoned uh, to go to the courthouse, the federal courthouse in Miami, Tuesday at 3 o'clock. Uh, what happens then? And give us sort of a, a TikTok, sort of from a, a typical federal case with a special counsel, if you could. So your thoughts time-wise, so people know what to expect. This is stunning, Jesse, because you know, yeah. I, I'm sitting here thinking, how is this not election interference? We had Dershowitz on, Professor oh, Alan is. Dershowitz. It totally is. Look at the timing of this. No, it's it's absolutely election interference. Um, I mean, the, the problem is, is they know that they can't beat Donald Trump at the ballot box, so they have to try to beat him in the courtroom. Um, and so what we're going to see starting on Tuesday is, um, there'll be a, a federal arraignment, um, on Tuesday. There won't be cameras in the courtroom that and in federal court is never allowed, um, uh, at least historically. And then, uh, we will see who the judge assigned, um, to this case is. And then I, I assume you're going to see some, some motions, uh, uh, coming through pretty quickly. And, and I, I assume we're going to see a, a great motion to dismiss come down the pike uh, from his, his lawyers on this case. Um, uh, now that's not from any kind of inside information. That's what I would normally think in this case. And in, in the case where uh, we're getting some early reporting, perhaps on what might be in the indictment, um, I think that it's very, very clear that the uh, the only word that can describe it is hogwash. There's absolutely no legal basis for this indictment. There certainly is not a factual one. Um, this is just another example of a Trump-hating prosecutor who has hated Donald Trump, um, actually left America um, for for several years uh, to go um, try to, to interfere with uh, President Trump's uh, uh, agenda overseas um, because he hates Donald Trump so much. Um, and so he's you've got a Trump-hating prosecutor that's going to do everything he can uh, to put Donald Trump away and uh, to try to interfere in the 2024 election. 
How much of an uh, interference do you think this is, Jesse Benell, Trump attorney, in terms of uh, the president? Can he he seems to be masterful at sort of juggling a lot of things. He's juggling, of course, the state charge, as we know, the indictment that came from Alvin Bragg, which was, you know, unbelievable on, on, you know, business, basically accounting, if you will, um, you know, filings, as you know, well. And then here this is a federal one. Um, How much more complex does it make it? And. Uh, Trump, who is such a master at sort of juggling everything, is he going to be consumed? Is that is this sort of the plan to sort of bog him down till no end? If that's the plan, they don't know Donald Trump. Um, Donald Trump is not going to be distracted by this. He is dedicated to um, putting a stop to this, not just for himself, but for the American people, because it's not just him that they're going after. Um, I've told you before, Rita, that it, we live in an era where uh, Republicans want to go out and prosecute crime and Democrats want to go out and prosecute Republicans. Uh, we see that uh, all over the, the country right now. Um, you know, we'll throw, serve as prosecutors as the, the clearest example of that, but certainly at the Department of Justice. And President Trump wants to put a stop to that. Uh, I believe he will put a stop to that. And um, in, and he's going to be absolutely dedicated to his mission, to repairing America, to saving America. And I'm, uh, I just believe he's going to be successful. We have to be successful. Yeah. What does this say about American justice? You know, there are so many people shaking their heads. And uh, Jesse, you know, I've had a number of people on tonight. Uh, we even had earlier tonight Alphonse yeah. D'Amato, who's not necessarily – uh, supporter of President Trump, nor is Nancy mm-hmm. Mace, who I just brought up. Um, but both yeah. of them are outraged at what has happened. Uh, they, they cannot believe, they feel this is sort of a third world country, and they worry about the faith in any of our justice systems after what they are seeing now tonight with President Trump. How do you think Americans, I mean, do you think it's it's irreparable now? Like we've we've gone off the cliff in terms of ever having faith in our justice system, that it's not politicized after this moment? If we don't fix it, it is. Um, and there's there's a couple important things that we need to do to fix it. Uh, you know, the first is we need to demand that our members of Congress uh, defund the Department of Justice until they stop weaponizing it. Um, we cannot allow that the FBI to be the enforcement arm of the Democratic National Committee, um, and we cannot, uh, you know, afford to let the Department of Justice be its law firm. Um, and so. The most important thing right now that we can do is demand, absolutely demand, that our members of Congress uh, get out there and and put a stop to um, at least funding uh, the Department of Justice uh, and and their programs for this. That's number one. Number two, everyone has to do everything they can to make sure that we win the next election. Um, I've gone up against Jack Smith's operations before oh you have um, so t- so I, tell us about that jesse what is yeah. it uh, <clears throat> there was there was a case i was involved in um a, a political case about seven or eight years ago when he was uh the head of the public integrity se- uh, section of the department of justice where under his leadership there was a grand jury investigation and uh the, part of the case against one of the defendants ended up getting thrown out on a motion to dismiss for prosecutorial misconduct because of misconduct in front of the grand jury. Um, that and, and there was another instance where his prosecutors, the people he hired, he supervised, got my text messages with my clients 
and didn't properly filter them out and produce them to my co-defendants, meaning that those prosecutors um, actually had access to my communications with my client, which is absolutely uh, unconstitutional. Yeah, that, that is that uh, is stunning. And this mm-hmm. was this was part of a Jack Smith team, Jesse Benol? Yeah, there are people that um, it was towards the end of his time at Public Integrity when he was supervising them that they got access to those records um, and improperly filtered them. And it was during that time when he was the head of the Public Integrity section that they engaged in misconduct in front of the grand jury. And and most of those prosecutors, by the way, are still at the Department of Justice. And uh, so um, it's a a very, very – this is par for the course, and, and now we, of course, have heard reports that um, they've tried to influence lawyers for witnesses based on uh, judicial uh, uh, applications. Uh, Tim Prolatori, a former lawyer for the president, um, explained misconduct in front of the grand jury by asking him to disclose or waive attorney-client uh, uh, privilege information. Um, that, unfortunately, it's been time and time again that uh, the the Department of Justice, this Department of Justice, is showing no restraint in protecting the constitutional rights of Americans, and instead they've turned themselves into a, a political prosecutorial body. And everybody, we are talking to Trump attorney Jesse Benal here on our special coverage here on the Rita Cosby Show. By the way, um, NBC News is reporting uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland, quote, did not approve Trump charges. Uh, do you believe that? Uh, they're trying to make it sound like, oh, we had no idea. Um, and and this comes the same day that Joe Biden, a few hours ago, Jesse, he was standing alongside uh, the British prime minister. And he was asked by uh, Peter Alexander, also of NBC News, who said, you know, uh, well, what do you make of all this, you know, sort of interfering uh, with investigations with Trump and bringing in going up against political opponents? No, no, no. Uh, I would never do that. I, I would never put pressure on DOJ. I'm honest. That was his answer. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're all in on that joke, apparently. Um, you know, it's it's just sad that, that we that we have a, a president um, that um that we know we, we cannot trust a word that comes out of his mouth, either because he's senile and doesn't remember it, or he just outright lies. I remember during the campaign when he when he lied about uh, Lieutenant General Michael Flynn, saying, oh, I had nothing to do with the Obama administration's targeting of General Flynn. And then it came out during that case that it was his idea to go after, after General Flynn for violating the Logan Act. The man is a liar. The American people know that he's either senile or or a liar, and it's just a sad place to be. As far as Merrick Garland goes, um, look, I don't know. I don't think any of us know uh, whether he actually saw the indictment before or what conversations he had with Jack Smith. But the point is he didn't have to. Just by naming Jack Smith as as a special prosecutor, by naming a zealot, as a special prosecutor, he knew exactly what result he was going to get, and he got it. Yeah, absolutely. He appointed somebody. He knew the history of Jack Smith, and look what we are experiencing tonight. Now, the first time in American history, a current or former president has been indicted on federal charges, and as you aptly point, uh, it also comes out on the same day uh, that Congress saw the document that Ray has been fighting tooth and nail that's showing alleged uh, bribery 
by the current president of the United States. I mean, this is a stunning moment and a very disheartening moment, I think, for American justice. Uh, Jesse Bennell, we love you. Thank you for being here so much, Jess. Thanks, Rita. Always great to talk to you. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to prioritygold.com.